Welcome to another week of Corona Chronicles and we are going into Mark chapter 4 and this is where Jesus is beginning to teach lots about the kingdom of God in parables and this one is particularly worth paying attention to because Jesus says if we don't understand this parable we're not going to understand any parable. So in this parable is the key to understanding all of Jesus's uh, ministry and today we're just going to read the parable and the explanation and then tomorrow we're going to go for the meaning of the parables or why Jesus teaches in parables. So here's verse one of chapter four. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd that gathered round him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it out on the lake, while all the people were along the shore at the water's edge. He taught them many things by parables and in his teaching said, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. And then verse 14, the explanation. The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seed sown on the rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word making it unfruitful. Others, like seeds sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. Uh, amazing turn of phrase by Jesus again. He's got such a great way of um, communicating really quite complex things, really simply and using um, picture language that everyone, even today, we can all yeah. sort of know what's going on here. Yeah. All of us know what stony paths look like and rocky ground and roots. And so, so an amazing, he's such an amazing storyteller, Jesus, isn't he? He is, yeah, absolutely. And he's constantly, as you say, using illustrations that are going to connect these big eternal truths about the kingdom in images and pictures that they can understand. Mm. And uh, this one about farming, as you say, although not many of us today would be involved in this kind of uh, <laughs> industry. Yeah. Uh, we get it, we get it, we understand the image. And uh, this is uh, probably one of Jesus' most famous parables, isn't it? Um, yeah, and it's what's great about it being accessible to everyone is, um, you know, Jesus came and was preaching to the layman, to the farmers. Mm -hmm. You would imagine like the Pharisees and things would want to try and have a very sort of lofty, mm -hmm. high explanation of something like this. But here Jesus comes and he wants to speak to people like me and you, mm -hmm. the, <laughs> the sort of the farmers of the world, not the, um, yeah, which is really lovely. And it, it kind of flips things on its head because the world and the Pharisees in particular really look at the sort of the plant mm. part of, well, the leaf and the flower part of the plant. Mm. Um, so, when, so when you see things here like uh, the seed falling in the rocky places, it springs up quickly, mm. but because the soil's shallow, um, the roots don't take hold and then therefore it's actually it's just it's just a puff of a puff of air will knock it over yes in, in this world we're obsessed with the outside appearance yes but jesus is really concerned with actually what's going on 
below. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the depths of the soil, isn't mm. it? Yeah, and uh, you know the, the parable is so wonderful because it's illustrated and then explained. So uh, you've got this seed, which which is the word of God, isn't it? The farmer sows the word, and so uh, the seed and the word are are similar in the sense that as the seed has life-giving potential when it's cast into the ground, so does the word. So whenever, whenever God's word is opened and read and taught, there is this sowing business going on that, that Jesus did in his ministry and we do in, in every generation afterwards. And, mm. and so this word has the power, doesn't it, to, to, to transform a heart, to make a dead thing live, a cold thing warm, you know, to produce fruit where there is nothing. It has this spiritual life-giving potential um, mm. as, the, as, the, as the word is sown and sown by Jesus ultimately, but, but also by people who teach and, and that kind of thing. Um, but, but there are different responses, aren't there? Yeah. To the seed? yeah, and its effectiveness is not down to the quality of the seed. Mm. The seed is the same, uh, you know, sown um, wherever it goes, to be honest. Mm. Um, but it, it does depend on where it lands, as you say. Um, and here we've got a few different pictures. So we've got the path, yes, uh, which doesn't even hit soil. It sort of bounces straight off. And then um, Jesus says that Satan comes like a bird to, mm. to steal it away. Mm. It hasn't even had a chance to, to make any kind of penetration at all. No. Um, and then we've got uh, rocky places where there is some soil, yes. um, but not enough really to, to take hold. And then you've got thorns where... Mm. It's landed in good soil, but there's a ton of other things growing there already. Mm. That kind of soil loves these other things that are going on, and mm. then ultimately that plant mm. gets gets choked. Mm. Um, and these these are quite good pictures. So taking the the the, the thorn sort of illustration Jesus makes, um, some people. So the word sown into that kind of soil, uh, that kind of person. Um, where they've got other things in their life growing up, entangling yeah. this kind of faith that's grown. So, so some people we see they do sort of accept and get excited by sort of what we're seeing, what yes. we're seeing here, Christianity. But then before long, they're dragged away by sort of something else, and the life is squeezed out of of the yeah. faith. So, um, yeah, lots of different types of of people and responses. There are, yeah, and it, and in one sense, the goal of the sowing is the harvest, isn't it? So. There is a sense in which only that last seed on the good soil mm. is is the true life-giving seed in that the goal is not just leaves and quick shoots, but yeah. a harvest. And so there, there is a sense in which none of these, apart from the last one, are true disciples. Right. Um, they, they may have all had uh, some enthusiastic response to the gospel. Yeah but it hasn't taken root in the way that Jesus intends. Mm. And yet this is also true every time we hear the word, Christian or not, isn't it? So it's kind of applied in lots of different ways. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, and this is, it's a warning to us, but I'm sure in our own ministry lives and the people watching, we've all sadly known instances like this, haven't mm. we? Where, where someone has perhaps come and they've heard the gospel and they've made great gains and they seem to be, wanting Jesus, but then something difficult happens in their life or uh, a bit of persecution comes and, and that which was so promising begins to wither in the heat of the day because it isn't accessing nourishment. It hasn't really been planted. Mm. Um, and as you say, there are others and, and, you know, goodness, this happens to us, doesn't it? It's like, you know, we, we want to grow, but then anxieties, you know, and, and the deceitfulness of wealth and worries and pleasures 
begin to sort of strangle us, don't they, and, 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 and divert us from looking at the sun. And we, we don't bear fruit, you know. So um, these are very evocative images, aren't they? And uh, it's, it's powerful stuff. Mm. They, they, they sort of force you to inspect yourself, yeah. to sort of look at yourself and go, hang on, so what, what kind of soil is, is my heart? So yeah. when, when the seed is sown into my heart, um, am I getting sidetracked by anxieties and, and things in this world that are drawing my attention? Mm. Um, uh, is it just bouncing straight off me and I'm ignoring it completely? Mm. Um, or or is it? am I allowing it to take root and not just be a shallow thing like you say, but really uh, the success of it, as you say, is, is the harvest. Mm. So am I then being fruitful? Um, is this seed changing the way that I live? Yeah. Is it yeah, having a difference and, and sort of impacting other people around me? Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's right. And it's a spiritual thing, isn't it? Here, you've got Satan involved. So, you know, mm. you know, he he is one. He knows really that this living word of God will will save people and will change people. And he's circling like the bird, looking for an opportunity to take it away. You know, and um, this this parable is playing out even now, isn't it? And um, as people watch it, there'll be these different responses. Some might be watching it and already giving reasons why it's rubbish yeah. and shouldn't be listened to. Yeah. Others might be watching and think, yeah, yeah, great. But actually next week, what was that about? And, you know, mm. others might be distracted, but, but you know, we want to, we want to pray, don't we? And, and ask that the Lord would help us to be like this good soil, which is always receiving, always growing and always bearing fruit. So um, that's an encouragement for you.